Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where, hey, my name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, we watch Mikael Dudokdevitz, The Red Turtle. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? Well, it seems that margaritas are uh, the only drink that they serve here on Cancel Island, so... <laughs> yeah, Muskie is only lending out the uh, tequila to Ubuntu, who is uh, joined us once again. Ubuntu, would you like to say hello? Hello! Welcome back! <laughs> well, we never left, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know, how's your stay on uh, Cancelled Island been so far, Dad? Because I'm... I'm a little miserable. I'm in my, you know, nice uh, nice Hawaiian shirt, but I think I'm ready to go home, and there's no home in sight. No, no doubt. I'm, you know, I mean, I appreciate, you know, the, the margaritas, but um, yeah. I'm not really appreciating the company. No. This is, uh, this is probably the lowest I've ever been. And this is the worst crowd I've involved myself with. So I'm I'm really kind of like scooping at the bottom of the barrel of my life. But, you know, that's that's sort of what 27 is supposed to be, right? Excuse me, pardon me. Oh, you gotta Wayne, be fucking kidding me. How Little did you Wayne, get here? Yeah, what? Okay, wait, that's a huge question. How the fuck did you get here and do you have a boat still? <laughs> yeah, right. Excuse me, pardon me. Okay, oh my god, this is such a fucking headache. Do you know the shit that you started in my life, Little Wayne? I've lost everything. I can't fucking go on the internet without going in a cum-covered fucking computer room because of you. <laughs> Ubuntu, just fucking shake this motherfucker up a margarita. I'm yeah. I'm shocked that he's here, but, you know, hi, Wayne, I guess. It seems like everybody's here. We even got musky. I mean. I know. Flipper. I, we, we do have to maybe call up Rory. I don't know if he's also got on here. I don't think Little Wayne is going to be able to tell us if he actually came through. Uh, with transporting Rory here, maybe with Brock, but you know, there's a lot to be, uh, a lot to be found out. <laughs> so, Mbutu, can you shake him up for us? Okay. All right, Wayne. Here's your fucking margarita, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, definitely not as audibly interesting as the uh, yeah, <laughs> as the as bottle pour, but. It's all right. Yeah, I think the returns are just as good, you know? The alcohol is going to keep things <laughs> all right, moving along. This is a little uh, strawberry-flavored. I know. This was uh, this was a good choice by you, Ubuntu. I know we had some blueberry last time. But, Little Wayne, I understand now that you uh, are maybe getting accustomed to a different type of liquor in your system. But I didn't think I would ever see you again because, quite frankly, I didn't think I was ever going to get off this island. And I'm still not really sure if I will. Um, but I did write something for you because not only do I want the audience to know who exactly is here, but I want to make it very fucking clear that I did not say the N-word. I did not do anything uncouth that would even get me close to Cancelled Island, aside from being framed, kidnapped, uh, and brought here against my will. So, Little Wayne, um, this one is for you. Doja Cat, Aaron Rodgers, Chris Pratt, Louis C.K., J.K. Rowling, Charlie Gaudelio, Jenna Marbles, Roger Stone, Bill Marley, and Nisa, James Charles, John Wayne, Marilyn Manson. T. 
Timberlake, Chet Hanks, Dr. Seuss, Tyra Banks, Sean Penn, Dixie Chicks, J.D. Salinger, Azalea, Vax Cards, M. Called Me an R-Tard, Katy Perry, David Dobrik, and Linda Generous. I didn't say the N-word, what a sense of evil, now I lost my healthcare. I didn't say the N-word. All the censor beeped it, now I'm trapped on this island Joseph Rogan, Chris Knopf, Piers Morgan, Dr. Oz, Chrissy Teigen, John Mayer, Andrew Cuomo Drew Brees, Johnny Depp, Jared Kushner, Yay West, Shane Dawson, Fuck the Cat, Gina Carano R. Kelly, Baby, Lizzo and Jim Connery, Dave Chappelle, Cardi B, Elvis Presley, Bill Cosby Wahlberg, Silverman, Ariana Fallon, James Gunn, Biden won, Ezra Miller on the road I didn't say the N-word, but a censor beeped it, now I lost my healthcare. I didn't say the N-word, but a censor beeped it, now I'm trapped on this island. Yeah, so that one was uh, that one was for you, Wayne, and hopefully it's clear now. Uh, just kind of the gravity of what's going on. But Dad, now that we've set the stage once again uh, with a musical number, what would you like to tell us about this movie? The Red Turtle. The 2016 animated fantasy drama film, co-written and directed by Dutch animator Michael Dudak DeWitt. Uh, something like Dudak. that. Yeah. Mikael Dudak DeWitt. Mikael. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's what the little umla I believe. And it is was to produced say. by Toshio Suzuki from Japan. Are, mm-hmm. you know, basically <clears throat> co-produced with Studio Ghibli. Yes. And yes. several other, I guess, French companies. Mm-hmm. Uh. As of yet, there's no live action. It could work. I can and see that. And I guess the biggest fun fact about this is it has no dialogue through the whole movie. It does have the word hey. That was the only yes. thing that I clocked. Yes, there is one word. Yeah. <laughs> one heavy, way to... You know, basically heavy breathing. Uh, screaming. Yeah, screaming. It was very evocative. Guttural, almost. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. This is a highly regarded film. Uh, the critics... Uh, gave it uh, 93 well it's a 93% based mm. on 169 reviews from the critics and the audience is at 80% uh, based on 5000 plus ratings i think this was a pretty good movie i'll i'll say yeah. that here and i'll i'll ask you to maybe kind of give your own number uh, but i think if anything this is probably in between that 93 and 85 i found this to be a very affecting uh, portrait of humanity and nature uh, being brought together, and I enjoyed every bit of it. No dialogue didn't trip me up. I love the story of the man uh, meeting the turtle. I didn't like some of the parts of it, but we'll get into that. But what do you think is this rating for you? What would you put it? Yeah, I'm going to put it, um, I'm going to say like 89. That's really good. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that's probably where I'd put it to, just right below a 90, yeah. but I'm I'm a big fan of the red turtle. Yeah. La Tortue, La Tortue. Tua Tortuga Rouge? I can't remember what it said in French. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it sounded we're gonna... like they were saying torture or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the red torture. The red torture. <laughs> which would maybe be a different type of movie, which I'm not saying I'm against. I'm not really having... I haven't been in a BDSM phase in a while, but that seems right about it. Uh, but, Dad, although we do really like this movie, we still have some letterbox worst of reviews to get over. So let's just jump right in. Uh, we have a half star by H. Nut on April 7, 2022. This movie was a really neat art style. Uh, this movie was some pretty has some pretty cute animals. This movie is not enjoyable. It's boring. It has themes that are downright confusing. Overall waste of time. I don't uh, know. I disagree. What What is confusing about the themes of this fucking movie? 
it's like humanity. There's really. I'll get into this when we get a little further in the letterbox thing, yeah. but like I, I, I mean, this is actually a very unique movie for the simple reason that it does have no dialogue, but it, it, it still does like I mean emotionally, and it does tell that you can easily see the story behind it. Yeah, which and is there's facial no, expressions, bodily yeah. movement. It's so telegraphic, which is an achievement in itself to make a movie and there's no dialogue and to have it you know still resonate with you. <clears throat> I think that's that's an art form in itself. For sure. I mean, this is probably closer to an emotional core uh, than more most movies will ever get close to. Yeah. You know, this will f- fucking plunge right into the center of the earth. Most movies don't even scrape the surface. So, I mean, I honestly had no problem watching this. It wasn't like... It was a treat. Yeah. Um, I, I can certainly tell you that a lot of anime I zone out on. Yeah. Uh, so... Although I don't know if I'm going to put this in the the classification of an anime per se. I mean, because it was produced by Ghibli, it yes. sort of falls in that that genre spectrum. But, yeah, but it's really not. I mean, I wouldn't consider it. <sighs> I wouldn't either. I mean, technically, it's a it, you know, it's an animated movie. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. And we only the, came the, to this because of the Studio Ghibli thing, but. That, and the thing, looking at all these these reviews, <clears throat> everybody seems to want to say, yeah, the you know the animation was great. But they didn't appreciate the the story. Yeah, and that I'll I'll make this comment again, but we'll just move on to the next comment. We have another half star by Amy on May twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Yes, the animation is beautiful and nature is amazing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But how are we going to let it slide that he bashes the turtle's head in and flips it over, lets it bake in the sun for ages, and then it turns into a woman and they fall in love, and everything is fine because he cried. This messaging is irresponsible. I'm livid. I hate this. I I did see a lot of comments about the male gazeness of this movie, and I can understand that perspective. Um, the turtle bashing thing really kind of fucked me up, and I know uh, we're both sensitive towards animals. Yeah. Uh, we get that from our uh, my mother, at least I get that from her. But yeah, that fucked me up a little bit, having to see the uh, the turtle get hit and then flipping him over. That hurt my heart. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember watching that scene and be like, damn. Yeah. He was freaking really, you know, went after this turtle and then for her to, you know, for it to turn into a woman. That yeah. was the the spin. But Well, that was the really beautiful thing about the reconciliation of that relationship. Um, a lot of the comments were about them fucking, too, which was really funny. But, like, how she <laughs> extends that gesture on the sandbar of, like, forgiveness. You can just see it in his little face. And these characters only have, like... You know, the two little fucking eyes and yeah. very, very uh, minimal design in the, the facial expressions. But they're, like I said before, they, they can tell you exactly what they're feeling with very little detail. Um, and I, 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 I don't agree, Amy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, another star by Spaceman Moses on February 8th, 2022. Or just eat the turtle and sail away. That was the thing I was surprised that it wasn't his immediate thought. Um, after killing the turtle was just to you know use it as a f- fucking way of surviving but i guess that wouldn't give him a chance to uh let it mature into a woman so he could fuck it you know well yeah because he decides you know he takes the boat and he <clears throat> pushes it out to sea so i mean that yes. is sort of a i do question why he, all of a sudden he felt like he i guess the urge to go back to civilization you know well then she she pushes her shell away which to me indicated that she's letting go of her identity or she's letting go of some sort of thing from her past so that she can forge this new relationship with the guy on the island who 
by pushing the boat away is giving up all hope of returning to humanity. He's like, I'm going to live presently uh, to the most of my ability on this island with this special type of creature. Uh, another star by Marie Mowala on June 19, 2020. This movie really just is one big poetic metaphor about life or whatever bullshit you want and nothing else. And this was the comment that I was waiting for to say this. But I have noticed, uh, especially in my generation, but I believe this is a widespread issue. I think media literacy, uh, especially with movies, you know, books, anything where you're supposed to use a little brain power to interpret, you know, the the messaging or the themes or the, the imagery. I think people's media literacy is... Uh, pretty much null and void. It's gone completely in the shitter. No one knows what the fuck they're looking at anymore. They don't know how to process information unless they're being held by the fucking skin of their dick through the very finish line of the movie. So I'm I'm super pissed off about how most of everybody who ever watches anything doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I mean, she says it's a poetic metaphor about life. That's a pretty big... It's a huge thing. Yeah. The umbrella of this movie, it goes <laughs> Whatever through. bullshit and nothing else. I don't know. That's pretty much everything. It truly... <laughs> the, like, the, the the encapsulation of what this movie goes over of, like, child rearing to letting your, your child go explore yeah. the world. I mean, it has so many different elements that if you were, like, looking at this, it's like, yeah, you know, they didn't have any cool dialogue and there was no action seeds. Like, you should maybe put a gun in your mouth and figure out if you can get through the rest of your life. I mean, how long was the movie? Like an hour, hour and, and 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, I was not pissed off that I spent an hour and 20 minutes watching this movie. Let's put it that way. No. I think <laughs> I think more people have to be okay with poetic metaphors and not having some convoluted plot. You know, everybody is so desperate to just, like I said, I... I uh, people make me so mad when it comes to movies, but I'm also a raging idiot in a lot of different ways, so I'll let it go. But I think a lot of people are okay with the the really dumb movies and not willing to put any effort into understanding movies that take a little bit more of your time. Like, Nope. Nope is one of those movies that like really takes a minute to comprehend what the fuck is going yeah. on. Or but the movie Men. Yeah, Men is another one. Yeah. Like, these really intense, uh, imagery-focused uh, stories that are trying to convey a deeper meaning. Not many people are willing to give it the time of day. Yeah, most people don't want to have to think when they go to the movies anymore. Yeah, they just want to get their dick sucked by the fucking movie, which is maybe not a horrible <laughs> idea, but like, you know, on a grand scale, it doesn't really work. Uh, but Dad, now that we've illuminated the internet's thoughts, where would you like to shine your spotlight? Well, there's the part in the movie where the bottle shows up. <clears throat> and that reminded me, did you ever see the movie The Gods Must Be Crazy? No, I'm not. It's a movie where um, a bottle gets thrown out of an airplane and it lands in like this African tribe mm. and they all find this bottle and then they find all these uses for it and then they start squabbling about it, you know what I mean? And then <clears throat> the uh, one of the, the, the guys, the main guy in the, in the village decides he's going to take it back because they think it's a gift from the gods, but mm. it's caused so many problems that they give it back. But it's just funny that this bottle shows up and it seems to be the impetus why he wants to sort of leave the island like you know like mm. he wants to check out you know where did this bottle come from you know and what's out there and mm -hmm. he you know it, it's sort of one of these things where man wants to always you know and you know even though nature has everything that we've ever needed of mm. course we've just sort of separated ourselves from nature and we on you know we want to go off and find the, you know this something beyond yeah, nature the next adventure yeah 
I uh, I actually didn't put a lot of thought into the son leaving and his relationship to the bottle. Uh, but that's a really astute reading of it. Um, I didn't necessarily put too much, you know, I, I didn't really consider that being a possibility. Uh, but I like that reading. I think that's really smart. Yeah. And I like the crabs. <laughs> and I know <laughs> that's time hard. you're only going to say I know that. that's hard for a man to say. But, you know, I thought they were like, you know, very good comedic uh, outlet for the movie. That, are they, uh, are pubic crabs like... Are they like mites? What's the actual? How big are they? They're small. They're really small. Yeah. But you can see them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Trust me. They're yeah. a bitch to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't want them. That's so funny that there's just you can get fucking little mites from somebody from having sex with yeah. them. Like so STDs are gross, it's dude. Nasty. I remember there's a guy that used to hang out with us. And he used to call them the bunnies. And I was just like, the bunnies. I go, why do you call them the bunnies? Because they jump. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude, this girl gave me the jump. bunnies. Yeah, yeah, that's what you always say. Oh, yeah, I had the bunnies once, and it was just like, the bunnies? Oh, don't you have to, like, use some sort of cream? People your... call, oh, yeah, you have to get this, uh, yeah, crab. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's not a cream. It's more like a... Yeah, at that point, if you get crabs, you should just set your pubic mound on fire. That's your punishment. You need to eviscerate the forest that those motherfuckers Somebody else used in. to call them the critters. The critters, yeah. Cheapers, creepers. And I was also wondering why, throughout their whole time there, they never built a shelter? It wasn't always raining, it didn't seem like. It seemed pretty peaceful. It must have been that like perfect like 70 degrees at night. They could just sleep <sighs> on the Still, beach. Still, though, I just can't imagine that you would build something. Like, you would just be cool. I mean, you can't say that it... It would never rain. I yeah. mean, it did rain the first day he was there. Yeah, no, I didn't say it. It, it didn't not rain. I guess they were just only showing the moments where it's like perfectly cloudless in the sky, except for the tsunami and all. Of course, they just probably didn't want to go into the whole thing. I mean, they could have just shown that he had some kind of like cool, you know, like uh, Swiss Family Robinson type treehouse that he... And with he the had bamboo. all the bamboo. Well, <laughs> yeah. it probably wouldn't have been a treehouse, but yeah. you know, he, he could have built someone with a bamboo. Yeah, yeah, it could have been pretty cool. Yeah, they could have made a cabin. It would have been really nice. And the other part was just the beauty of no dialogue. I mean, it's just, it was great that they could just, you know, convey so much emotion and, and tell the story and, and there was no need for any kind of dialogue. Yeah. Which so many projects I found have either uh, not a great understanding of how best to use dialogue or that they use dialogue as like an exposition tool. Like you said, this takes a lot of uh, emotional intelligence to be able to convey all these otherwise bodily understanding of like emotion into really kind of minimally drawn characters. Mm -mm. Uh, so I I think it's a huge feat uh, and an achievement truly. Yeah. Uh, this has been such a positive episode so far, and I just said how miserable <laughs> I am on this island. Uh, whatever. You know, we have to think about something that's good, I guess. Well, it is. I mean, did you pick this movie because it is about a guy stranded on an island? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't just randomly pick this out of a hat, you know. Everything has a reason. But, you know, let's just jump into my spotlight. So the thing that I had for mine was uh, just generally the movie has it all. I really did think, you know, it encapsulated such a huge part of the huma humanity. Uh, the next thing that I had was the idea of rebounding after dating an animal. Like in the case that if he were to have gotten off this island and he's just like talking to his friends back in like fucking France or wherever he's supposed to be from. It's like, so what happened? You were living on this island? It's like, yeah, I, corda, I sort of started a family with a magical red turtle. My son swam away. But yeah, it was it was pretty good. You know, I had a, I had a good couple of years. It's like, how do you go back from that? Like if you truly are get, like fucking this turtle and you go back to humanity... You probably wouldn't want to leave as much as the guy didn't want to leave. He's like, I can't go back. I planted my seed in this thing. This is my turtle now. <laughs> this is my island. Would you want to live on an island? 
Um, if you could fuck a turtle to get an island, would you fuck a turtle? It's a nice island. Let's say that. It has enough water. Why do you always have to say to fuck a turtle? I mean, because he fucked the turtle. Yeah, but is it? Are you saying that he imagined her, uh, the turtle, to be a woman, but he was really still a turtle? Well, that's that's or an interesting was- uh, theory that people had. That it's all the turtle's dream was one of the interpretations, or that you know he did imagine it was the this whole thing. Like the wife wasn't really human; it was just the turtle the whole time. Yeah. I'm saying. It can appear as whatever you want. You're probably hallucinating, let's say. Yeah, but the thing is, oh, so, yeah, so the baby was actually really a turtle, too. Cause yeah. Because it swam off, and it could swim like a turtle, and it just, like, you know, mm-hmm. went off and joined a turtle gang. Yeah, yeah, he just couldn't, he couldn't have it in his mind that he's actually yeah. hooking up with it a turtle. It actually did cross my mind if that, if the, you know... It was because he had that dream sequence where he was, lead, you know, like going on the pier and he was a couple dream leave. sequences. Yeah. And he had, you know, hallucinated and saw that band or mm. whatever, not the orchestra or whatever. Yeah. 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 The, the, um, the Titanic players type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. When I saw. <laughs> I was just like, oh, nice. Being that we watched Titanic like, what, two weeks ago? I know. That was a pretty good one. Leo should have ended up on the island, dude. That's what it should have really happened. <laughs> If they weren't in the Atlantic and they had crashed in the Pacific, it would have been a much cooler movie. Uh, but the next thing that I had was I just was looking up uh, examples of people who have been stranded on an island, uh, and one of the one of the examples I found was Gerald Kingsland, uh, which was in like the 1980s. It was this guy. I think he was from the UK, but he put out an ad that he wanted to be like the real life Robinson Crusoe. He wanted to just be stranded on this island. So he puts out an ad in like a fucking magazine or something for a woman to join him to live on this island. And then when they get there, there's like not enough fucking food. Like the woman has to do most of the shit to actually keep them alive. They were there for like a year. Really? And then some uh, islanders like Badu Islanders or something saved them. Uh, which I just thought was hilarious. Like, what kind of fucking jackass just wants to be stranded on an island? He's like, you know what? I'm going to bring someone who I don't know with me. And this dude is like 40-something, and the girl was like 24. So it, it was a weird it was a weird dynamic. Gerald Kingsland was obviously thinking this would go a little bit differently. Well, if anybody that's ever watched the show Alone... Um, Alone? No, no, no. Naked, naked and Afraid. Naked and afraid. Yeah. yeah. There's another one where they put people out in you know Alaska, and mm. they try to survive, but... You realize how hard it is. I mean, even the people that have skills in survival skills to actually try to catch your own food and everything. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's pretty much a death sentence. If <laughs> For most people, you're yeah. probably fucking yeah. dead. I mean, you know, obviously there was a time when, you know, people learned how to fish or whatever, you know, to some, you know, or with a whole bunch, a group of people that were all working together. But if you're just by yourself, and you have to try to live off the land, it, it you know, with minimal you know weapons and so forth, because these people just had like bow and arrows and stuff like that. Well, even just like the mental fortitude to make it out of the first like, to make it out of the first year in that yeah. situation without yeah. trying to kill yourself, that's that's a, it's uh, well, achievement in itself. The other part of it is just the 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 part of being alone. I mean, to mm. not have any interaction with people. A lot of them break just because they can't you know. They can't put up with you know being away from their wife or their kids or whatever. I mean, they get out there and they get a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's some why you of need them very Wilson, quickly, dude. and it ta- or you know, most of them they they all miss somebody. You know, you need a volleyball with you at all times. Yeah, you, know, just you need Wilson. Yeah, truly. Do you think he? <laughs> do you think he stuck it in Wilson like once? <laughs> no, I don't know, man. He probably no because he he popped Wilson because or at least he cut him open to be able to fill it. 
I think he probably slipped a little hole in the back. No, he probably put like. No, I don't think so. No, no. He probably made a nice little leaf pussy right in Wilson's no, ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, he's just not beaten off, dude. It's a, it's you know, it's a sin to spill your seed. That dude is putting it in the ball, for sure. You maybe you know when you're just fighting for survival, you really those kind of thoughts maybe just you know. Fighting disappear. for survival. I'm fighting my dick inside of his <laughs> <Yeah>. ass. <laughs> yeah, that that is probably the lowest it's going to get in terms of like contemplating having sex with a, a volleyball. But you know, that's why Tom Hanks is the best actor in the world, dude. He, Wilson. Yeah, right as he comes. Wilson. <laughs> that's the original flashlight. Oh no. Uh, another person that I found who was a uh, island survivor was actually the guy who inspired Robertson Crusoe, uh, Alexander Selkirk who was a Scottish privateer. I guess he was upset or he didn't think that the the food and the ship itself was going to survive another long voyage. So he stays on this island believing that he's just going to get picked up, you know, in a week or so. But this motherfucker was on here for four years and he tamed a wild cat to be with him to keep animals away. All he had when he, uh, when he was left behind was a small supply of food, weapons, tobacco, and rum to keep him company. But that's that's insane. Like that's the true yeah, well, survivalist. To, yeah, to survive four years. Yeah, um, and I then wonder got, what kind of um, food was on the island. Yeah, probably a healthy supply of coconuts. You know, maybe yeah. it seems like every island like that is is ripe with coconuts for whatever reason. <laughs> but the the last person that I had who this is kind of speculation, but this is maybe the answer to the uh, the age old question of where the fuck Amelia Earnhardt went. But the idea of how she disappeared is that she crash landed on an island and that she was eaten by crabs. Do you know the big like coconut crabs? The ones that are like bigger than this fucking printer? Have you ever seen the a picture of those things? Type of thing? No, I'm gonna look up these things for you. But the idea is that she landed on there and they all just like ripped her to pieces. So that's what the the speculation of uh the where crabs uh, ate her? Yeah, that's the idea. Look at I this didn't thing. I know that there were man eating crabs. These fucking things ripped her f- to shreds. A coconut crab. That's huge. They would have to have been like, you know, there was a, a bunch of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. No, they all gained I mean, up I think on I her. could fight off a, a... After a plane crash, though? Well, I mean, I don't know what kind of condition I'd be in, but... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking terrifying. If I was even... That's... Oh, my God, dude. That thing is as big as this trash can that they're showing in this picture. But, yeah, that's uh, that's the speculation of where Amelia went after her big crash. She was ripped to shreds by fucking turtles, which is a horrible way to go out. Yeah, I think they're stretching it a little bit i mean why would you just assume that she crashed on this island and these and she was eaten by crabs i mean Earnhardt. why didn't she just crash in the crabs. ocean and get eaten by sharks you know um that's a good question you know i, I don't really remember the exact reason according to one theory Earnhardt did not drown in the pacific but was instead crashed on a remote nika mararo atoll where she was eaten by coconut crabs so it's just a theory you know it's <laughs> it's an Earnhardt theory yeah, it's a stretch I think it's a it's a better one than her drowning. I like it. Her being <laughs> torn apart limb from limb by these fucking monster crabs. No, she just didn't, you know, crash an airplane and then died. That's as or, simple as it gets. Or she forged a relationship with the crab. Had its baby. Oh, no. <laughs> sort of like this movie, you know. Earnhardt had a full life after the fact where she was like I mean, this harem of crabs. I mean, did she have the ability to, you know, jettison from the plane and have a parachute or anything like that? I wonder. I don't... Back in those days, if they... I don't know if they had an ejection, ejection seat and, like, 
the, what is that, 1920 that she was flying around? Were they parachuting back then? What, 1920? Uh, Earnhardt. Yeah, I don't really know. Didn't they not start using planes like that? I guess they did use well, planes World in World War One. I. I think they just started to use the planes, right? Yeah, I believe that's true because I remember in like Battlefield. Because World War Two is really when the the Germans, you know, what was it, the Luftwaffe or whatever? What was the name of their the Zeppelin? No, no, no. Just she died their... in 1939, so she had been flying probably through you know the 30s. If anything. She was a she was a flapper, you know. Uh, but Dad, now that we've gotten our spotlights uh, all illuminated, where would you uh, like to take us for a takeaway or an unintentional lessons that you had from this one? Well, this movie, for whatever reason, brought back this memory, and I've always there's this um, quote from D. H. Lawrence, who's a poet, mm-hmm. and it was in the movie G.I. Jane. Mm. Did you ever watch that? No, but I know the Beagle controversy Mortensen. that caused after the fact. In the year of 2022, or is that 2021? The G.I. Jane 2 comment. This was just... You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it carries, yeah. you know. Well, Viggo Mortensen's the um, the master uh, chief mm-hmm. of the... Um, um, what the hell do they call The him? battalion or whatever? No, 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 no. The uh, Navy SEALs. Oh, okay. Anyway, she, you know, she's a woman. I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but <laughs> she's a woman. He, she's bald. Ed, he basically says this thing, and the quote says, I never saw a wild thing sorry for itself. A small bird will drop frozen dead from a bow without ever having felt sorry for itself. That's fair. I mean, that's a, that's a, you know, a good quote. And I, I sort of felt like that was part of this movie in the sense that, you know, the turtle at the end just, you know, basically says goodbye to the man and then yeah. just turns back into turtle and just continues to go on you know with his life and it doesn't you know really do you think the turtle ever found love again do you think she came upon another island and just started hooking up with this dude yeah i think it's just uh she's just waiting for another dude to or land Amelia. on the island and then you know won't let him leave and yeah yeah that's kind of a toxic relationship actually this turtle is sort of manipulative yeah it was yeah, that's weird. With all this male gaze bullshit, what about this problematic turtle? Who I won't guess, let this motherfucker the turtle leave? just assume, like, yeah, I'm going to piss this guy off enough that then when I show up, he's going to beat the shit out of me and yeah. then, you know, flip me over and I'm going to bake in the sun. And Yeah, this was all part of this master plan <laughs> to steal this man. <laughs> this is, uh, I think this is trapping. I think this, this turtle's a gold digger. I don't know. This I think mo- this uh, relates more to the movie Misery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be really funny. The, the man wakes up in the middle of the night and she takes a fucking coconut yeah, to his ankle. Right. Cracks him open. Freaking yeah. hobbles him and then, uh, yeah, force him to have sex and then they have a child. Yeah, that's that's maybe... Now it turns more into a horror story. This yeah. is the Red Turtle 2. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she's done having regular relationships. She's ready to fuck around with these people. <laughs> Uh, and the two takeaways that I had were uh, Mother Nature will always forgive us, which I I think that was kind of exemplary with him uh, and her in the sandbar, as I had mentioned before. And my other one was uh, Turtle Pussy? You know, question mark? Shrug? Is it really that good to stay on an island uh, through the rest of your life for it? I mean, it was a redhead, so I maybe can understand where you would jump on that, but I don't know, dude. I don't know if I would be willing to... Uh, not keep well, trying to get Well, you keep off. implying that it was a turtle. 
I know, I mean, but I'm I'm more just going off what the comments keep telling me. <laughs> Everyone was convinced. Everyone was upset so much by the fact that he hypothetically had sex with this turtle that they couldn't appreciate the beauty of the movie. Yeah. But now I'm yeah, but into you know, it. in the day uh, in 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 the internet now, everybody you know has to turn it into something. Is you know getting remember the um um what was the DiCaprio movie with uh, the bear? The bear. Oh, the Revenant. The Revenant. Yeah. Remember, there was this whole kind con- of like, yeah, doesn't DiCaprio get fucked in the ass by the bear or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that, dude. Yeah, and it's just like, give me a break. I mean, why does everybody have to take every scene in it? Well, that was his Oscar- looked like he was getting nailed by the bear. That was his Oscar campaign, dude. Leo ran on the fact that he's like, I got really penetrated by the bear. I ate, I ate fucking elk liver. I sat inside of a horse and I fucked, I got fucked by a bear. Do you think that's enough to win an Academy Award? If someone gets fucked by an animal in the movie, but not like they didn't. Well, let's say they were consensual about it. That's a that's an actorly pursuit. Do you think Daniel Day Lewis would get fucked by an animal if the script asked him to? He probably yeah. would start fucking animals out of like you know the the. I watched The Revenant again just recently. Really? Yeah. Did it hold up? Yeah, I it, actually liked that movie. I mean, it wasn't you know my top ten by any means or something, but I mean, yeah, I think it was good. I mean, yeah. it was an incredibly yeah. shot movie. But there's another movie where there is very little dialogue for a lot of the movie. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. He's just sort of trekking along, breathing heavy, very yeah. much like our man here. Right. So it's a, it's a, the survival genre will often include very little dialogue, which is a cool thing by me. Uh, but Dad, we are here once again at Three Lies and a Truth because out of nowhere, Cliff has made it to the wild card round. He is uh, ready to put his stamp on history as either being uh, the perennial loser that uh, (laughs) Joe likes to remind us every week of, or he's going to move on to uh, the next opportunity to win himself a USFL championship. Uh, So let's see if uh, Cliff can get three points on the board before we send this over to Joe, before we have to go to the computer room. You know, Ubuntu has to uh, open up the fucking room with his keys and shit like that, but we can can walk there, say hello to uh, all the various celebrities that I've name-dropped at this point. So, Dad, first up on Three Lies and a Truth. Director Dudok DeVitt battled alcoholism during the writing and storyboarding of The Red Turtle and used the man's island stranding as a metaphor for sobriety. Uh, Entry number two. When proposed by Dudok DeWitt to use a blend of CGI and hand-drawn animation, executive producer Iso Takahata, Iseo Takahata, speaking for Studio Ghibli, forbade the director from using anything other than hand-drawn cells. Entry number three. As a way to keep up morale during a tough production period, animators for this film adopted a pet box turtle that they named Napoleon and took care of him throughout. And then finally, to help inspire his animation in the hopes of developing more evocative body language for the film, director Dudok DeVitt would watch modern dance performances to help convey emotion from a distance. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? The second one, I believe, is a lie. I don't think there was any ever thought of using CGI. No, you think he uh, yeah, he got the pass to do whatever he, he wanted. He's basically a hand-drawn animator. Dad, you are correct. He, uh, I actually do think there was maybe a little bit of CGI. I think there was like past uh, watercolors, hand-drawn stuff. Like there was a a pastiche of different type of art forms uh, that they use in this one. Um, and I believe I think I saw you use a little. Well, CGI. maybe there was some computer aided. Yeah, no, I mean it wasn't like uh, fucking. Yeah, it wasn't you know three D modeling type of thing. Like, no, they didn't like make the turtle like a three D. No, it didn't look like CGI. Turtle. The fucking battle scene at the end of Ava three point plus one point It didn't look like garbage. <laughs> yeah, so that one was correct. Uh, he was able to do whatever he wanted. 
do you have an, any idea what the next one might be for a lie, or are you yeah, comfortable with the next to lie? I don't think he was battling alcoholism. No alcoholism. You think he was uh, stone sober throughout this one? Yeah. Dad, you were correct again. Uh, director Dudok Dewitt does not fuck around with drugs throughout this period, dude. I actually read an article where someone was like asking him if he got high or like he had been high, thinking about some of the dream sequences and stuff like that. And he was like, "No, I was I was sober throughout." So I respect that. I can't seem to make anything without being fucked up. Yeah, I watch some YouTube videos with him, really uh, being interviewed and so forth. So. Yeah, he didn't give off stoner vibes to no. me. <laughs> Some people are like very clearly stoners, but I didn't get that from uh, Dudok DeWitt. No. So, Dad, there's two left. We have either uh, director Dudok DeWitt going to modern dance performances or the production team adopting a pet turtle named Napoleon. Yeah, I don't think they, they had a box turtle. I believe that he um, watched modern Because I watched an interview that said he would actually film or take pictures of himself like laying down uh, to try to you know see how your clothes fold or whatever mm. and so i would think that the the last one is the 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 truth dad you are correct cliff jockich yeah. is coming away with three points <laughs> early in this motherfucking game which is something he might really need because uh he's got another tough opponent this week and being that it's the wild card the pressure is high as ever uh, and I don't Did you, by the way, watch his um, short animation that um, Mia, uh, what's his name? Miyazaki. Miyazaki had seen and that. Inspired. Fathers and Daughters? Yeah. I have not seen that. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. What was it like? It was cool. I mean, it's typically like, uh, it, it has no dialogue in it. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like a black and white. It wasn't um, in terms of the color palette. Um but it's just like a montage of like a, a girl and she's driving off on with her on a bike with her father and then mm -hmm. the father leaves her and goes on a boat sort of metaphor that he's leaving her and then it shows her as she grows up and then isn't there some connection between fathers and daughters and uh, the red turtle some of the the thematic happenings i saw i thought i saw something where like there was some um successive imagery like it was carried over no Did yeah i mean i think it's from the simple I mean, in the fact that it had no dialogue and it was trying to convey a story like mm -hmm. that through just, you know, animation. Was it on like Vimeo? Where'd you watch it? It's on YouTube. YouTube? Oh, yeah. I might have to check it out. All right, Dad, we're back in the fucking computer room. Thanks, Ubuntu. Um, I guess bide your time until, uh, unless you want to be in this Zoom call. I know Joe said something about you. That's okay. I, I don't really want to be around. This, uh, I actually don't like Cliff. He's sort of a, a pussy, as I understand. <laughs> yeah, no, that's sort of the word on Cliff. Um, being that, you know, he, he's talked a lot of shit about Patrick. He's not a fan favorite. Um, he might be a pussy, but he's a winner right now. Stop defending Cliff. <laughs> But let's just fucking send it over to Joe, who is, uh, who's going to help us uh, get into this game. Same thing with Patrick, who's in the booth. So, Dad, let's uh, send this over to our co-host. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Alrighty, Joe. Hit, Hit him with those horns! horns! Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook. And to my left, I'm joined by special guest commentator, Patrick Vanillatator Sky. Patrick! Yes, Joe. Take a long sip, buddy. It's going to be another day that you have to actually see your competitor kick ass. Or maybe not. But together, we're coming to you live from Protective Stadium in downtown Birmingham, Alabama. 
We're anticipating a great game between the New Orleans Nutcrackers and the Tortuga Tortoises. We're a perennial loser. Cliff peaked in high school jockage, is hoping to come away with a win in the wildcard round, but he'll have to beat out the Tortuga's defensive enforcer in the secondary. Luca, French kiss the merman, Glazer. Back to you, Drew. French kiss the merman, wow. Can't believe you even found a merman enough to smooch him. Good on you, Luca. Well, Dad, now that our opponent is very clear to us, uh, let's just jump right into the game. So first half, question number one. What is the first creature that the man encounters on the island? Is it A, a sea lion, B, a crab, C, a turtle, or D, a dolphin? It would be A, sea lion. Alrighty, Joe. Uh, let him hear it. Drew, we reached the USFL's wildcard round, and based on our pregame interview, Cliff is sort of freaking the fuck out. Who is uh, hope <laughs> openly hyperventilating into a bag in the locker room. <laughs> Although it seems like uh, pressure is overbearing, let's see if Cliff's able to keep his nerves calm enough to perform. Cliff takes a snap. Five-step drop. The rush is coming close, and he plants his foot and fires at the crossing man. <laughs> but the pass is jumped by the linebacker. He's coming back the other way. Poncho, comfortable with my chode Clayton, bringing the interception back for a huge touchdown. Wow. That's, uh, that's tough. It was actually a crab. The crab climbed into his uh, little pant leg. So that was the first thing that he came upon. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Really? Yeah. It was oh, the... that's that's right. Yeah, because then, then he saw, saw the sea lion after the Damn fact. Damn it. So that was almost a trick question, and uh, you you bit on it, dude. You bit on it hard enough to get a fucking pick six. So Cliff is down <laughs> seven to three, but we have plenty of time they to get They masked this. that coverage good. <laughs> Truly. They were running a too deep safety. They pulled him a homes on you. He had nothing to do. All right, question number two. What does the man see that makes him fall into the hole? Is it A, a barrel, B, a boat, C, a treasure chest, or D, a crate? It is A, a barrel. A, a barrel. All righty, Joe, what's happening? Drew, we've reached the second quarter, and the Nutcrackers are coming in there and pregnant in a sea creature package. Cliff hikes it. Play action. He pumps. He's pointing deep. And now he's getting a little loose. And it's caught! Rich one. Crabs living my asshole, Crustaceous. Coming away with a major grain for a first down, Nutcrackers. Rich wad. Crabs live in my asshole crustaceous. <laughs> Making Cliff look good on that one after uh, really giving the ball away on that last that pass. lives in his ass? Crabs. <sighs> or, as we said before, the, the bunnies, you know. <laughs> He's got a warren in his asshole, dude. They're drumming around. All right. Question number three before halftime. How many people does the man see playing instruments on the beach? Is it A, 2, B, 3, C, 4, or D, 5? I believe it was three. Three? Alrighty, Joe. What's going to happen? Drew, we're approaching the end of the second quarter, and the Nutcrackers are primed to make a big move in there. Made a move on Wilson Package. Cliff hikes it. Fake handoff. He rolls left. He's a rush is coming in, and now Jockage is going to try to rainbow this one downfield. But it's right into the hands of another defender. Randell, crap myself on Love Island. Shabriri coming away with another highlight play, and that's going to be a touchdown for the opposing defense. Damn, Was Cliff. It, four? it was four people. Damn. It uh, it's not looking good for Cliff. He's down three to seven, three to fourteen, uh, heading into halftime, and the 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 nerves are way too high right now. It seems like it doesn't seem like Cliff can fucking catch a break. Uh, but Joe, why don't you go down there and uh, ask a few questions of our struggling superstar, or maybe not a superstar? Alrighty, Cliff, what the fuck is going on, buddy? You're freaking out. I don't know. I I guess I uh, I should have watched more tape. What were you doing instead? Well, you know, a lot of my friends have come, you know, being that I've had some success. Uh, I actually uh, probably uh, did a little bit too much partying, um, probably following in uh, 
Patrick's footsteps, but uh, <laughs> rookie guess, mistake. Yeah, you can't keep up with a master. Yeah, I should have known. He's but, a partying uh, king. <laughs> but uh, I'm hoping to come out of the second half, and uh, you know, we're going to make some adjustments, and I think I can <clears throat> maybe at least bring this back to respectability. Well, if you have a, a strong second half, you're going to be able to do uh, just enough to get by. So uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, we're going to send this back up to Patrick. Patrick, do you have any uh, advice for Cliff uh, during this uh, halftime break? He's uh, down 12, two scores, and uh, he's looking a little rattled out there. <laughs> Cliff! <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> Unbelievable! I mean, come on. Did anybody really expect it? You know, it was only a bad time. You know, they got tape on him now. Psh, come on. Were you uh, rooting for this outcome? Were they, you know, of course I was, you know what I mean? Not, you know. <laughs> it must feel good, considering how many times that uh, Cliff has come for your neck. Uh, I'm glad you finally got a chance to uh, bring it back to him. Yeah, well, you know, the NFL season's starting. I'm still hoping maybe I uh, I might get an invite, and uh, this is an exciting time for me, so. You keep mentioning that, but uh, quite frankly, I still think you're in a legal dispute with The Rock, who... Uh, is that, uh, it should be actually appearing uh, on this island that our friends are at pretty soon, I understand it. Aren't you supposed to go there, too, for the, the finale of the uh, the uh, the tournament that they're running? Yes, I am. Oh, wow. How's that going? Have you? Uh, who well, do you think is going to win? There's no doubt. Team Petrick. We got it. Anybody in particular you're, you're uh, really putting <laughs> yeah, all your well, eggs in? I've, I've got probably, you know, the GOAT of Celebrity Deathmatch, Steven Yoon. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. I really don't see how he can lose, you know? It would have to be uh, something I can't even imagine. I uh, I would agree. Uh, Yoon pipes, and I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I also think that he's going to be able to uh, come out as a victor in this, uh, this tournament that you guys have been drawing out for fucking weeks now. Uh, yeah, Joe, that's a good point. We really have been milking this whole tournament thing, but fuck, dude, we need the content. Uh, I might even milk this one even longer, so fuck it. <laughs> so, Dad, we're uh, in the second half, question number four. How many times does the man try to craft a boat? Is it A, two times, B, three times, C, four, or D, five? Um, three. Yeah, I'm gonna go three. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe. Uh, what's gonna happen after halftime? Drew, we're here after halftime, and the Nutcracker starting in their tsunami when I piss package. Jocka checks it. Fake pitch. He rolls right. Now it's just one of the reverse man. He's gonna take the corner with the Jets on. Andrew, I'm on a boat, bitch. Sandalwood scrambling for a huge Nutcracker's first down. Okay, that gets you in the running, Dad. You have fucking two questions left. There are uh, two chances to score. This is it, you know. <laughs> this is big time. Cliff, I, I hope you're fucking ready because it's question number five. What does the boy find in the water? Is it A, a glass bottle, B, a compass, C, a map, or D, his mother's old shell? It would be A, glass bottle. A, glass bottle? Mm-hmm. All righty, Joe. Uh, let us hear it. Drew, after a good punt return, the Nutcrackers are starting in their found love on Epstein Island package. Uh, <laughs> Jockett shakes snap. He falls back. The line is holding strong, and Cliff's going to try to throw another deep ball, and he delivers a strike. Quirty tweeted by Foreskin Mastodon, catching this one in stride for a Nutcracker touchdown. Holy fuck, Dad. It's 10 to 14 in the wildcard round. <laughs> Cliff is pulling a, a, a fourth quarter comeback as we enter the last quarter of this goddamn game in the two-minute drill of Christ's egg. Oh, my God. I, my heart is racing, and it's not because I've already drank a margarita and a half. <laughs> so question number six. Which of these options was not something that the family ate after the tsunami? Was it A, a squid, B, fish, C, clams, or D, octopus? Oh, I don't remember. 
Um, I know they ate clams at one point. I'm going to say it's going to be the squid. Squid? Yeah. All righty. Joe, uh, how's this game going to end? Drew, Cliff and the Nutcrackers are going to run out the clock on the rest of this game. And the final score is 10 to 14. Ah. It was octopus. There's another, uh, you know, tentacled creature, but the energy is down. I can feel it. You Every- know, that was the one part of the movie where I actually had to get up and I left. Really? After, after the they- tsunami? Well, yeah. Then Did it happen? Were they eating it after they burned all the bamboo? Uh, it was either before or after. They were in some sort of, like, grass field, I believe, like pouring water into the into the fish and shit like that. Mm. But uh, that's too bad. That's too bad. Uh I guess, Joe, do you want to ask any questions? Uh, it seems like fucking Cliff is having a meltdown on the field. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, come on. It's it's okay there, uh, Cliff. It's uh, it's your first go. Let's be honest. It, uh, it didn't seem like you were really going to make it all the way. Uh, you proved a lot today. Well, I did my best, but I feel bad. I let down my team. Probably let down all my friends. No, I didn't let down Patrick, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, that's a good point. Patrick, uh, actually, Patrick seemed pretty pumped. Loser! Hey, Cliff, loser! What's up, buddy? Yeah! Oh, come on. Shut up, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick, that was uh, that was very unsportsmanlike. I, I understand that you're still... All right, whatever, Cliff. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? As a, you know, a sign of, you know, a little apology here, I'm going to... Uh, why don't we go out tonight? You know, me and you. Wow. Hit the town. An invite from Patrick Erskine. Joe's coming. Uh, yeah, I will. I actually, <laughs> I absolutely will. I'm, a, I'm on a little bit of a dry spell. I think my uh, cocaine habit, my nose candy <laughs> habit has made it a little hard to get an erection. So I'm uh, I'm a little shy lately. Yeah, but we, uh, we can rectify that. <laughs> I hope I can rectify my erection for sure. <laughs> but uh, let's uh, let's go out in the town, guys. Let's uh, Let's make this a good day, you know? Let's uh, do it. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds good with me there, Joe. I'm sorry to see Cliff go. Uh, he put up a good couple weeks, but I really didn't think that he had the uh, the gaming chops. I didn't think he had the talent to really take you all the way. Even though the USFL is like a lesser league, this could still be a situation where you've done just enough to uh, get into whatever other football league that might start. You know, the Triple XFL is on the horizon, uh, depending on what the whole rock decision comes down to. So, you know, I don't know. The, uh, the future might be bright for young Cliff Jokic. <laughs> well, he did show some potential. I mean, he did win, what? Three? He got enough to the wild card. Yeah. I mean, he had like a win streak when we weren't around, which right. was the problem. He had a three to four week win streak. And, a, you know, we were just not even here to document it. So <laughs> we kind of we missed out on the uh, the Jokic insanity, unfortunately. <laughs> Jokic <But>, insanity. <laughs> sort of like Lin sanity, but with, you know, much lower, much lower stakes. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but Dad, now that we've uh, gotten a, a good game under our belt, and uh, we're we're probably gonna have to join. Well, we won't be able to join them, but we're gonna be wishing them well from far away. Let's uh let's play some games to keep up the festivities here. So let's play some Would You Rather. Uh, first one up, Would You Rather? A teenage mutant ninja turtle gets to beat your ass every day, or each day, excuse me, or a giant nut hungry crabs now roam everywhere. So the first one, you would either. Have Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo, or um, I don't know the fourth one. <laughs> one of them would beat your ass with their specific, you know, tendencies to fight, uh, or just giant fucking crabs. Let's say it's the size of your Kia. 
They're big, and they're coming for your. They're nut hungry, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! I guess I'm gonna have to just take an ass beating every day. I mean, I don't know how brutal they're gonna be on me, but I mean, I'm certainly not gonna get my nuts. Well, they're not gonna. You're not donating your nuts to the freaking crabs. You gotta fight for yourself, but you know they're around. How many though? <laughs> I think it's like... I mean, are we talking about those crabs that you were uh, showing me? <laughs> no, they're big. I think they're about as big as your fucking car. I said oh, they're about as big as your Kia. Kia. They're big. I mean, I think this is almost like... Um, what was that movie with uh, Neil Patrick Harris? Um, the space movie? Oh, uh, Space... Space Man Troopers? Space uh, something um, Troopers? Yeah, something. Yeah, it's like that. They're 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 yeah. Big, those dude. things were freaking nasty. I mean, they would kill you in a heartbeat. Starship troopers. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, I mean they're they're fucking scary and they're hungry for your nuts, dude. I mean, I need some kind of serious weapon. I would let you. Ha- I would let you carry around weapons in this case. You know, I know you weren't able to kill the dogs in the last episode, but the giant nut hungry crabs. Uh, you'll you'll be able to fight them off. Okay, if you want. You know, you just have to live in terror. Well, as long as I got a weapon, yeah, I'll I'll take them on. What would you t- what would you use? A gun? Or you have no, like a like fucking an a- like an AR, man. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want that school shooter weaponry if I'm taking on giant fucking crabs. I I definitely wouldn't want to get my ass beat by the the giant turtles thing or the teenage mutant ninja turtles. I probably would just like quit my job and hunker down in the house and we would just build barriers and, you know, try to make it that way. I feel like it'd have to be like a post-apocalyptic situation to get through the crab thing. Cuz once, I mean, truly if they get your nuts once, you are castrated, but they won't come after you anymore. <laughs> so it is kind of like a one and done thing. Like, ah, yeah, I've already eaten this dude's nuts. He's got nothing. His uh. testosterone is gone. <laughs> you can move on with your life. So either be castrated or get your ass beat. I'll probably just, I'll probably just try to fight for my life. I think. I think that's wrong. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, the next one up on Would You Rather and the last one that I have. Uh, would you rather survive on a deserted island for uh, one year while hallucinating? Uh, but you do also get one more more person with you, or be grafted with a shell that you now live inside of. <laughs> While hallucinating, yes. so I'm basically doing mushrooms. Um, from the point that you step on this island, you are incapacitated. Not incapacitated. You're you're hallucinating heavy. You're tripping balls, but you still have to fucking survive. And I'm I'm kind of wavering on even letting you have another person, but I feel like that's fair. It would be kind of hard to like do anything. You need at least one person to talk you down. Not even that, or just like get you some fucking water <laughs> if you're really tripping. But I think one person is fair. Yeah, you, you might, might end come up out of this them. like totally, you know, mentally deranged after I'm one year for one year tripping. on a desert island. That'd be kind of cool <laughs> to trip a couple nights on a desert island. Would be kind of cool. Yeah, well, I mean. Doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, you're. I mean, you probably. I mean, with psychosis. Know, but well, we don't know what you're hallucinating either. Um, don't start. <laughs> <laughs> you're hallucinating giant crabs who are hungry for yeah, your nuts. Right. Yeah, I mean, it could be anything. You could have good hallucination days. You could have bad hallucination days. Yeah. But you are always seeing something that isn't there. <laughs> I mean, living inside of a shell, I would say that you probably wouldn't be able to stay inside. You would have to just like live in your fucking shell on the lawn and then you get to come out in the morning yeah you'd just be another freak yeah i, I mean you probably would have if they still had the uh the carnivals with the freak yeah, shows you'd be yeah you'd be oh, come watch the human turtle <laughs> 
Is he man or is he turtle? Yeah, your head like pokes out of like your leg hole. It's like what was that movie with um, Dana Carvey? Oh, he was uh, turtle. Yeah, you turtle enough for the (laughs) turtle club? (laughs) Turtle. (laughs) Let me see. I think it's Master of Disguise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turtle club. I want to look that up. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that fucking line reading killed me for years, dude. I remember just constantly quoting that uh, all the time. Yeah, turtle. Well, club. you guys were young when that came out, and I remember <laughs> that went around the family for a little bit for whatever reason. You're crazy, I can't give you that information. Oh, no okay. information. Hmm. What if harm found its way to you? <laughs> terrible, terrible turtle harm. Turtle change your mind. Whoa. Perhaps it's time to go into my shell. No, Carol. Shell time coming. And man is just fine. Thank you very much. Carol harm. The kind of harm that makes you cry out in the night like a little baby. Yeah, that's uh, that's the life that you're going to be living. You're, you're just like this, dude. Look at this fucking suit that he's got on, Oh, my gosh. Too. Yep, there it is. Dana Carvey is a, a comedic genius, that's for sure. Do you think it would have been better if he was Dr. Evil uh, in the Austin Powers movie, or it was better for Michael Myers to be both of them? Because Dana Carvey, that he, that bit that he used to do an impression of um, Lorne Michaels was what Michael uh, Mike Myers used for Dr. Evil. He based it on an impression that he stole from Dana Carvey. Yeah, I heard that. Nah, I think Mike Myers had to play it. Mr. Powers, <laughs> are you turtly enough for the turtle club? <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't hit the same. But I, I do still think the uh, the turtle lifestyle apparently has uh, some legs. Maybe they're not very fast, but it could be fun. <laughs> but Dad, we've uh, we've reached Ghibli all grown up. We're we're flying through this episode, and Ubuntu is just sort of tracking us along, uh, feeding us margaritas along the way. Uh, Ubuntu, how are you? Uh, how are you doing this week? Uh, I know you're just another uh, character that we've added on here, but you know you you have a backstory that we don't really know too much about. Ah, uh, yeah, I uh, I was born on this island, and uh, I've been living here as a as a slave, unfortunately, to the committee. And uh, I would like to leave, but they've accused me of horrible crimes, uh, so now I'm stuck here. Wow, you're the first canceled. Well, like I said, I was born, and then this island was uh, gentrified by cancel people. Uh, they're all white people, and they all suck. Yeah. So I'm very upset about that. Well, this that. is Epstein Island, so. Oh, yeah, trust me. It wasn't here? great when the underage girls were here either. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's a, quite the life cycle of this island for you. You had to be here for the whole Epstein era, and now you're, you're housing all these other people. Yeah, you must be scarred for life. Yeah, well, I got to hang out with ScarJo, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, that must have been nice when ScarJo made an appearance on Canceled Island. You've got some hotties who come through every once in a while. So, like, you know, they're, they're you know, maybe not the underage ones, but that's that's cool by you. Yeah, He's sure got to meet some presidents. Yeah, I'm sure your autograph book is pretty filled. Oh, yeah. I would get a lot of people in prison if they saw my autograph book. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure all the uh, the usual suspects are on there, uh, as we've listed maybe earlier. I don't think I included Bill Clinton on that song, but he should be in that as well. But Dad, we've uh, we've reached bits, skits, and skip cool ideas now that uh, Ubuntu has made it a little clear about what the fuck is going on. Uh, and I had a, a pretty good idea for something we could do. Uh, I was thinking that 
being that we're watching Love Island in the house again, we just fucking run on the Love Island. Don't thing. tell anybody that. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Love Island is funny. It's a good show. Well, not it's not a good show, but you know, it's good bad TV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you disdain Love Island or do you like kind of participate in it a little bit? Um well, I mean, I think it, it just feels like they just keep repeating the same. I mean, everybody's sort of playing the same game now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think a lot of the more that we get into the modern... I got text! <laughs> We're probably going to get some text in this bit. <laughs> but yeah, that the, 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 the tried and true tropes of Love Island uh, still resonate with me, and I, I think they're really funny. But let's just do the Love Island thing and see how that goes. Sound good to you? Yeah. All right, let me uh, let me set a timer real quick. All right, three, two, one, go. Previously on Love Island, <laughs> all the new Islanders are just in the villa and they're getting used to all their fit birds, but there's already trouble afoot and things are about to get crazy in a way they would have never expected. Let's see, we have uh, Jareth, and he's sitting here now with uh, Mikael. Let's see what they're talking about. <laughs> Yo, Jareth, listen, can, you, can we have a quick chat real quick? Sure. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's go sit by the fire pit. <laughs> listen, listen, Mikey. Listen, Mikael. We, uh, we're hitting up in, uh, in another uh, recoupling tonight, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a little worried about you, brother. I think, uh, I think your bird is... Uh, I think your bird is mugging you off. What? I, uh... I mean, she doesn't think I'm fit? Well, she, she probably thinks you're fit. I mean, don't I have good abs? You've got great abs. I would, well, uh... What about my ass? I would I would put my fucking face in your ass. You have a great <laughs> ass there, Mikael. Yeah. But the problem is, I think you, uh... I think your lady is, uh, two-timing you. You know? She was just up on the terrace, snogging up with some, uh... Some fucking islander. He's not even part of the, uh... The villa. She just picked some random dude off the streets, sucking oh, his dick on the terrace. She's mugging me off. I, I mean, truly, uh, you. I mean, she's making you look like a right bell end. But I would say something to her before this uh, this comes to, and you know, you have to choose her. You know, I, I would. I would really hate for my boy, my boy, to be picking a girl that doesn't give a shit about him. You know. Oh, thanks, man. You're a good geezer. You just, uh, you know, you just don't know how to hold down a woman. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm struggling with my chat. Well, you, I, you got I don't have good chat. You got bad banter. <laughs> Because all you do is talk about your abs and your ass, yeah. which, you know... I well, think that's what I thought the, you know, the girls wanted, you know? Like, you know, they're checking out my abs. I work them all day. Well, I mean, do you, do, you, do you ever ask about how they feel or, like, you know, anything about their personal life aside from them being, like, your top three or, you know, anything like that? Well, um, I guess I haven't, you know? I thought it was all about my abs. Well... It is if you, you know, you're talking to the lads, you know. The lads will always like your, your fit body and, uh, you know, your tight little penis and your shorts. Oh, but, uh, man, all right. I'm going to have to have a chat with her. But yeah. uh, first, I, I need to go work out. Well, it looks like she's already there by the, uh, the weights. You, you better go talk to fucking uh, to Amber. You know, she's, she, Amber? She's, looking, she's looking real fit in her workout gear. But, you know, I could see it in her. She's going to cheat on you again. Oh, son of a bitch. So you go walk over to Amber. Amber, what what's up? Oh, uh, hey, hey, Mickey, how you doing? You wanna you wanna do a quick squat? <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's go over here. I need I need to I need to talk to you. Oh uh, uh, oh okay. Can I can I bring my weights? <laughs> no. Oh okay. Uh, this is this is serious. 
Well, oh, okay, that's that's fine. I, I, I was hoping to get a work in it. I but... heard, like, you know, you might have been, like, you know, cheating on me. Ch- cheating on you? Yeah. What do you mean, cheating on you? You know, you were, you know, having a snog with some chap over there, that new guy. What's his name? Lyle? Lyle. I, I would never kiss Lyle. You, are you kidding me? Lyle is—he's way not my type. I would never—I would never meet him. Yeah, he has, ha- he has shitty abs. Well, y- yeah, of course. I mean, it's not always the most important thing for a, for a lady like me. But you know, you know, Lyle's Lyle's fine. I mean, and don't you like my? Oh, I got a text. <laughs> what a text? Oh, she she's got a text. Oh my god, it's a text. Oh, okay, okay, um, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mikhail, let me just, uh, read this for everybody, um, okay, uh, oh, oh, wow, uh, I guess we're, uh, all supposed to go down to the beach, uh, we got a, we got a, a, a new, uh, new islander coming into the villa! <laughs> all right. Oh, another fucking knob coming into the villa, we don't need any more cocksuckers coming in here taking our ladies. Let's, uh, let's go, you know, let's check this out, but, you know, we're, we're gonna stonewall this motherfucker. <laughs> So we all go down to the uh, the shore, and we're, we're like looking around the beach. I uh, I don't see any. I don't see anything either. Is he uh, is he supposed to be coming from somebody else? We uh, we look over and we see like a fucking body like face down in the water, just like floating on the shore. Oh oh my god! What the fuck is that? Is that man dead? <laughs> Mikael, go save him! Somebody, we need you uh, to perform CPR or something. Don't worry, Jareth's on the way. Come on, Mickey, let's go fucking save the day. <laughs> so fucking Jareth and Mikael go over there and they're like pounded into this dude's chest and finally he uh, spits up the water. <coughs> where, where am I? Where am I? You're He's... on Love Island, chat. What? I've, I've, uh, I've been uh, stranded. I've been stranded at sea for, for about a week now. Holy shit. I never thought I'd see the light of day. Oh my god, there's a... Holy shit, there's a, a lot of hot ladies. <laughs> yeah, you, well, uh, you know, don't don't get any ideas. I know you've been at sea for a while, but, you know, this is Love Island. Hey, and, bloke, uh, you, uh, you're looking a little bit shaggy. I would uh, watch who you're talking about. We got a lot of uh, girls who are already claimed for. Well, I, I, I would never know. I'm just I'm coming into this situation. Oh my god, he's kind of cute. Yeah, that's, uh, well, hi, I'm, uh... He's I'm, just, he looks like he's my type, on paper, that is. Yeah, he looks, he's, he's proper fit, you see his abs, <laughs> he looks like he's almost starved himself. Wait a minute, I have better abs than him. <laughs> Mickey, come on, you, just calm down, let's, hey, what, what's Why won't name? anyone acknowledge my abs? I have the best abs in the whole place! Buddy, listen, coming from Jareth, your homeboy, I'd suck your dick if I was a girl. <laughs> But, you know, let, let's go back to the villa. Let's bring this... I'm new- not looking for that. I understand, but I just had to say it. You know, it's been weighing on me. You know, all these <laughs> all these hot boys around. It's hard for me not to say something, you know. But uh, let's let's go back. Uh, obviously, we have to go introduce everybody else. But, uh... Oh, fuck. I got another text. I got a text! <laughs> He's got a text! He's got a text! Um, okay, okay. Um, I'm supposed to uh, bring uh, bring this new person to the fire pit? Really? Oh wow, this is happening fast. Uh, all right, buddy. What's your What's your name? Um, I am uh, Jemima. <laughs> it's very nice to meet you. Jemima. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I guess we should go back to the villa. 
So we all go back up and we uh, we set up around and you know Jeremiah just smells like garbage. He smells like he's you know sea fucking you know water. He smells like his dirty clothes and shit like that. Man, you uh you smell pretty fucking bad. I don't know how you're gonna get a boot around here. Oh, leave him alone, Jareth. He's a cutie. <laughs> Jeremiah, would you uh would you say I'm in your top three? I uh I I don't really know. I just I came here. I'm uh. I guess it's been a while since I've uh, even spoken to anybody, so I feel like this is sort of a hallucination. Uh, your your friends over here keep talking about sucking each other's dick, so I'm not. Uh, <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, I didn't really know. Uh, well, what are we supposed to do? Well, we 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 could play uh, Never Have I Ever. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. We could play uh, Never Have I Ever. All right, Jeremiah. Uh, Never Have I Ever. Hmm. Let's just do something no one is gonna, you know, let's just, you know, be crazy. Never have I ever, uh, been attracted to an animal. <laughs> Fucking Jeremiah takes a sip of his, his drink in front of him. Whoa, whoa, what are you talking- Jeremiah! Oh, <laughs> Jesus, wow, there's dolphins around! <laughs> oh, Jesus, okay, listen, um, that- that is my ex. <laughs> you should not. Uh, you should not engage with the uh, with the dolphin. He is. Uh, he's a Did very. Did you get uh, dumped out on the out, out, out in the ocean by this dolphin? Listen, uh, Mikael, you seem uh, you seem to be a good guy. Uh, this dolphin is bad news. Uh, the the trust me, the sex is uh, is better than I could have ever asked for. But uh, he, you know, the dolphin is very possessive. I don't really know how to live my life normally. Wow, that sounds uh, right fucked up, my friend. Uh, I thought you were going to say something else, but I guess you're a dolphin fucker. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'm just trying to find a love, apparently, and I, I've ended up on this island for a God-given reason. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is who I am. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, Jesus, the dolphin. The dolphin is stranding itself on land. It's stranding itself. We, uh, oh Jesus! It's flipping around. It, it can't breathe on land. <laughs> so we all we all run back down um, to the beach and try to like fucking save this dolphin. Mikael, you have to uh, you have to grab the dolphin uh, from the underside and uh, uh, you know get him in a position to lift up. <laughs> so you fucking get up to the dolphin and like try to pick it up, and it instantly gets a hard ass dick. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, hey, you stay away from my ex like that. Don't touch my. Uh, I have to say, this dolphin's mighty fit. You're a sick fuck, but I like it. <laughs> Are you single? Are you seeing anybody, Mikael? Actually, I, I kind of go both ways, I'll be honest. Uh, In dolphins, too. Yeah, well, that's not allowed on Love Island. Says who? It's all about love on Love Island, right? That's true. And I'll be honest, my friend, you, uh, you have some pretty nice abs. <laughs> Oh, finally, somebody who appreciates my abs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can uh, we can probably call it there since I, I was going to foray into uh, uh, into Jeremiah sucking your dick. But, you know, that's how usually someone yeah, like that's... It, you know, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's not really how you suck dick, but that's how you make uh, it. The mic, at least. Uh, but, Dad, we've, uh, we've experienced Love Island to the fullest. We've gotten our text. We've... Um, had some homoerotic relationships, but uh, we've reached put them on the Rushmore uh, as we near the end of this this continuation of our, our Epstein Island, Canceled Island saga. Uh, so the only one that I had for the Rushmore this week was the best trapped movie. 
uh, which to me was like a castaway type of thing, which was included on the list. But I had uh, 127 hours, a castaway, Apollo 13, and The Martian. Does The Red Turtle get onto the best trapped movie? What's 127 hours? 127 hours was the James Franco movie where he's like a, a cyclist and he gets his arm stuck in between like oh, a rock yeah, and he has I to fucking that. cut it off. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... It's an intense movie. Yeah. One of the only... Well, I, I don't really know how you feel about James Franco, but he's got a lot of stinkers. But that was a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, this is hard. Yeah. Have you seen The Martian? Yes. Did you like it? Yes, I did. Yeah. I mean, these are all pretty damn good movies. I it's, like Castaway too. Castaway is a fucking Stone Cold classic. That's untouchable. Yeah. That's like the 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 first face on the Rushmore. You know, Castaway is <laughs> Tom Hanks with his big beard. <laughs> Dick in Wilson. I mean, I might be inclined to take off 127 hours. Yeah. Um, Just because Franco is an abuser. Actually, Franco <laughs> should be on this on, island. He's on the island. Damn it. Yeah, I forgot to include him in the song, but I think uh, Franco could probably speak for himself on this one. I don't think he would even include this movie on there. You know, maybe he he definitely gets stripped. Of his Rushmore. Um, if you're bit, ah, well, I mean, that would also put Matt Damon on here because he's also been canceled. So oh, if we're, really? we're putting the criteria of cancel versus canceled, I'd rather cancel James Franco. Yeah. I think what Matt Damon was canceled for saying um, a homophobic slur, and then James Franco was accused of like sexually harassing and abusing several, several people. So yeah, I'm okay with taking him out for 127 hours and putting the red turtle on there. Yeah, you know, why not? I think I think we haven't had a good Rushmore in a while. Most of these movies that we've been watching have been ass. Yeah. All the the Ava movies going into the last Ghost in the Shell one that we watched. I'm I'm glad we watched something like this. I was thinking too, what kind of Rushmore would there be for movies that have limited to no dialogue? Ooh, that's an interesting thought. I wonder if I can. You might might have Reverend, the Reverend, mm-hmm. and. Okay. The Red Turtle. How about um, Wally had that opening sequence that had no dialogue, but then the movie itself had quite a bit. Yeah, there's there's a lot of movies that I'm just seeing now that have dialogue that's not like, it's not a lot, but it's there. Uh, one of the movies was like Drive with Ryan Gosling was really good. Do you remember that one? That was a pretty muted movie, uh, dialogue-wise. Fantasia was technically on this list. They had The Revenant, The Quiet Place. The uh, the horror movie. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, a Space Odyssey, I guess, is one of those ones that doesn't have a lot of dialogue. But I would put that up with any movie. I mean, the fucking the Red Tortoise or the Red Turtle as a, a quiet film. I yeah. put that with a with anything. It might actually, you know, be front and center because I don't think there's too many movies that have zero yeah. dialogue. As Hay is the only thing they can get away with, I would absolutely go with the Red Turtle. So as the undefined Rushmore. That's the one we're pre-carving into the mountain. We've already <laughs> yeah. set up this mountainscape yeah. for, you know, whatever's going to happen there. The big turtle out there. Yeah, the big turtle in the sky. So I'm, I'm okay with putting the red turtle up on two fucking Rushmores. Yeah. This movie has been uh, an absolute delight, as I've mentioned a couple times now. So I, I'm glad we got uh, to, to give it the respect that it deserved. But, Dad, it's been another week, and uh, I'm ready to get this rumble on because, ladies and gentlemen... Are you ready for a celebrity death match? Yeah! So as I said before, I don't know if we should milk this. Technically, eh, 
we can get away with the two fights that we're going to do, and we'll just do the championship uh, in a later episode, whether it be the next one or okay. know, whatever happens. So, first one up, I'm going to go the other way, because I don't want to do Yoon Kidman just yet. Uh, first fight, we have Mark Wahlberg in an elephant man body with Doc Ock arms versus uh, Mr. Donald J. Trump, possessed by Pazuzu <laughs> in the Batsuit. This is a fight. This is a real battle. Although the Doc Ock arms do present a challenge for a number of reasons. How are you feeling just about the, the, the prospect of the two going up against one another? Trump narrowly got by the Hulk last week. Bieber Hulk. Yeah, so he's... What, what is this? He's got Pazuzu. He's possessed by Pazuzu, but he's... He's got the full Batsuit regalia yeah. with the, uh, the utility belt. Hmm. The question is, could like Batman take down Doc Ock? Batman could probably take out most people, but I don't think Trump has Batman's intellect. Um, I he, think it's he doesn't need his intellect though, but he has a true demon in him. Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, the malicious ingenuity of a Pazuzu type would probably be able to make the most out of the bat equipment. Just because, you know, they're taking it all into account. But like you said, the Trump is the cog in the system that might fuck up just because he gets like an ego trip and he, you know, acts out of turn. Yeah. So that could slip up with the big Doc Ock arms. I mean, that he only needs to lose focus for a minute or so for the, the, the shit to grab him. Unless if he does get grabbed and then he fucking does something close up to the Mark Wahlberg elephant man body. I mean, I think even if, if he kills him. The arms don't keep living on, obviously. <laughs> this is almost like a coin flip territory for me. Yeah, I was going to suggest that because it's sort of hard to say. I mean, either one could win. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Trump Trump is a rock appointee and Wahlberg is, uh, is a Petrick. So this is, this is a big fight for uh, the outcome of the future of the triple XFL, depending on whether Patrick can step back in the limelight. Now that we uh, know cliff isn't getting any fucking further. Couldn't draw that one out <laughs> any more than we did. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we have to send this over to our uh, decider. Alexa, would you be able to flip a coin for us? This might answer your question. There are five flip a coin. Wasn't a question. Wasn't a question, Alexa. No. Nope. Alexa. Thank flip a coin. Okay. I have to fucking fight myself for this. Oh, AI. wait a minute. We didn't say who was head or tail. Uh, we did it again. Well, Trump said. Ah, uh, well, okay. Now we'll do it now that I said it as it is happening. But do you want to do Trump again as heads? Yeah. And then Doc Ock as weird tails? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do this one more time. Alexa, flip a coin. Okay. Tails. Wow! Oh! Trump goes down, down in the conference finals against fucking Mark Wahlberg, who has also been canceled. <laughs> Seems like this is a canceling fucking tournament of anything. That's and he's moving on. I mean, the Doc Ock arms was is, is I, I sort of was leaning a little bit towards that. I, I mean, think truly it would have he would have probably been able to do it. Yeah, I don't think even with all the utility of like the belt that he has for the bat suit. The thing that made Batman special was the fact that he could think about why the enemy, like how he could beat it. I don't think the Pazuzu Trump brain trust is like considering any of that yeah. shit. <laughs> They're just trying to fucking win. Yeah. So that's tough. Trump, 
I think it's going to over try to overthrow this motherfucking yeah. fight at some oh point. Oh my god! Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's definitely thinking that this was unfair. I think he's, is, he's probably already saying this is rigged. Yeah. <laughs> you let this fucking octopus, you know, deformed, disgusting piece of shit win. <laughs> He beat up a fucking person near to the death. All he did was ever grab a pussy. Yeah, Trump, you're not, you know, helping your case at all. You started a coup. So, yeah, well, you know, if Trump comes back and tries to uh, overthrow this island, maybe that's uh, something that we need to keep a monitor on. I don't know if the committee is considering that, but Trump is definitely on this island now with us for the long term. But Mark Wahlberg is moving on to the finals, which means we have one last fight for today. It is Stephen Yoon. With his baby claws and his fucking uh, baby... (laughs) No, his Wolverine claws and his baby hands versus Kidman, Nicole Kidman, with her vampire powers and her collagen hands and face. Okay. So this is like... This is the the biggest fight that we've come to. Is it two versus one? What was Kidman? No, Kidman was an 11 seed versus the number one seed fucking Yoon. How are you feeling about this? A vampire versus Wolverine? Um, is a vampire? Oh no, it's a wooden stake, not a titanium. Clutch. <laughs> yeah, fucking adamantium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, has Wolverine fought a vampire? Let's just see what comes off there. Wolverine takes the fight to Vampire Nation in a quest to stop Dracula's plot. Whoa. Okay. Really? This is interesting. But I mean, as I kind of read over this fucking weird article. I think, on its face, Nicole Kidman might be more empowered. She has more abilities than Yoon, but both of them have, like, regenerative qualities, you know? The the vampire would have to be either driven through the stake with a... Uh, driven through the heart with a stake, or burned to a crisp in the way that they did in Interview with the Vampire. Hmm... Can a vampire come back if you cut their head off? Yeah, but I mean, pound for pound, is the vampire got more power than somebody with the Wolverine power? Um, I think, like I said, I think there's probably if more. If you slice off the head of a vampire, does he? Well, that's what I'm looking up right now. I'm 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 on the Vampire Diaries fandom.com, which is maybe not like the best source of information. Um. This method can be used to kill supernatural species such as vampires, werewolves, hybrids, and witches. Aha. Uh-huh. So, technically, he could cut her fucking says, head off. Yeah, decapitation is a method of killing that involves the removal of someone's head. This is a method for which can be used to kill supernatural species such as vampires, werewolves, hybrids. Yeah. Species. Yeah. Yeah, that was the same thing that I was looking at. I think. If that's the case, he definitely has an in route to win. Um, I don't really know if we've given you technically a weakness. He seems to have inherited the uh, the immortal qualities of, of fucking um, Wolverine. So are, are we are we comfortable with saying that this is a straight up Yoon W? Or are we just going to throw this over to Alexa again? I'm inclined to say it's just straight up Yoon win. I am too. <laughs> to be honest with you, you really think I want I fucking want Nicole, Nicole Kidman, Kidman to yeah, win it as a on, as a collagen face vampire? I mean, this is uh, this is this is really good news for Patrick because these are two fucking Patrick appointees in the the finals. Although I think as 
for the case of just, you know, shits and giggles, I think Wahlberg is going to defect to Team Rock. <laughs> Rock must have thrown a couple extra dollars that he could play in the Triple uh, XFL if he came through here. So, as we head into the finals, we have a defector. We have a, a very new defection from Mark Wahlberg with his elephant body <laughs> and uh, Dr. Ock arms versus Steven Yoon and his Wolverine powers in his baby hands for an uh, epic fi- uh, final fight in the uh, Celebrity Deathmatch Tournament. Probably like next week or something like that. So it's been another week. It's been some epic deaths. Uh, Ubuntu, did you uh, have a good time watching that one? I had so much fun. I was uh, really hoping Trump could win because for some reason <laughs> I voted for him. But, uh, you know, votes don't matter on uh, uh, Canceled Island. It sort of just goes right in the trash. I just sort of liked how problematic he was, you know. I guess Ubuntu, that's sort of a bad reason to vote for a guy. Uh, but I guess the memes are strong in that case, you know? Very much agree. Memes are cool. Cool. Yeah. Glad you <laughs> think so, Ubuntu. I, I, I feel like we need to know a little bit more about you as we go along, but, you know, we have a lot more people to check in on, uh, especially Gus, who has uh, been distributing us this alcohol, but we haven't got to see him just yet. But before we go there, was there any last questions for the director or anything else you wanted to uh, say movie-wise before we kick it over to, you know? Uh... No, I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good. There's there's not really any questions for Mikael that are, you know, desperately pressing in my mind. I, I just more want to pat him on the back say, good job on this one. He hasn't put out another movie since The Red Turtle, so I wonder if one is on the horizon. Um, but, yeah. I wonder how long it took him to to produce this one. Uh, well, it. whatever he comes out with next, I'll it definitely... came out in 2016? Yes. In the year that Trump was elected. So... Maybe that's a a red herring in itself. <laughs> but, uh, Dad, let's uh, fucking walk over to this tiki bar. I see it on the, the beach side here. There, uh, Hey, Gus! We're back there, buddy! Ah, oh, fuck. Hey! What's up, jackasses? Uh, how do you like those uh, margaritas? I fucking, uh, you know, muddled up some shit for you. I even uh, add a little bit of extra tequila in there, you know, just because I'm being a good guy. But, you know, what the fuck is up? I heard some crazy shit hoping, uh, happen over at the stadium, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my boy, Steven Yoon. He's uh, he's in the finals. Oh, fuck, dude. Steven Yoon got to the finals? Yeah, he did. Holy shit, dude. I love that guy. I heard he has a fucking huge dick. Oh, <laughs> well, it figures you'd know something like that, but hey, whatever. Well, you, hey, wait a second. That's common knowledge. I mean, everybody on this island has heard stories about, you know, Steven Yoon's hog. You know, there's no, there's no fucking <laughs> secrets around here that I'm trying to keep, you know. <laughs> That's news to me. Musky, uh... <laughs> We, uh, we watched a really interesting movie that gave us a new perspective on falling in love with uh, aquatic creatures. Uh, I, I guess we already know that you've been hooking up with a, a dolphin pretty openly. Do you have any like opinions on turtles? Turtles? What the fuck? You think I fucked a turtle? I mean, I've had a... I've had some shit turtle heading out of my ass every once in a while, but you know that's just because I don't have a, a very particularly strong uh, anal muscles, you know? I do kegels, but you know I'm still kind of loose. You do Kegels? Yeah, don't you? David, I you seem like a Kegel guy. No. No? You're not making your dick jump when you fucking pee? Or making you pissed up? <laughs> it's how you make your shit rock hot, you know? Uh, hey, you know, I, I wouldn't I would expect that you're probably having problems with uh, you know, an if, erection. Are you saying I have E D? Muskie doesn't have fucking E D, let's be honest, if, dog. Yeah, come on. I mean, you've yet to really prove that you've even been with anything that's. Actually- I fucked Kathy Griffin a week ago. 
and we're still fucking. No, you did not. I just, I just, you know, you're a liar. You think Kathy Griffin is really gonna turn my ass down? You think yeah. she's gonna turn me down? Yeah, I'm pretty hot. I got a nice tan. You know, I'm, 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 I'm working with my shirt off. No, nowadays. yeah, you're hot. You know, for you know, real dolls and dolphins and what else have you done? I um, fucked the whole ones. Yeah, a holes. Tree. Yeah, trees. <laughs> plant life <laughs> yeah musky there's not like a lot of positive um reviews i guess for your hotness which it mostly comes from inanimate objects who can't really speak it sounds like a man that's very frustrated and it's just taking his you know sexual frustration out on inanimate objects and yeah you wonder why i'm so fucking frustrated considering that i hang out with you fucking cocksuckers all the time you don't hang out with us musky we hang out with you <laughs> What's well, we difference? don't even hang out with you. We just happen to hang out at your bar. Well, now we're on this island stuck together. Because it's the only place that will actually let us drink our own booze. And I'm, not... I'm, if you don't remember correctly, you guys uh, you guys came over to my tiki bar in the last episode, and we spent the night together. Not the whole night, you know, but we uh, you know, we had a good time. Musky, have you uh, been able to talk to your kid yet? Have you, like, tried to get in contact with Rory at all? Yeah, actually, no. I, uh, I, I kind of fucking forgot. You forgot? Oh man! You forgot? Come on! What? What? You you constantly talk about your kid. You use him as an excuse all the time. We have to question Rory. Rory might be implicated in this fucking framing. I'm still accused. I, you know, you you act like I give a fuck. The only thing I really do care about is probably talking to my kid. So, (laughs) I mean, do you guys you know want to give him a fucking call? Should we give a should we go give Rory like a, a FaceTime or something? I mean, can we even get internet over here? Well, I thought we had to go to the computer room, but like, you can try. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try. Give me, give me just one second. <laughs> hey! Oh, come on! You, I can't believe you answered the phone crying, Brock. Listen, oh God! You, oh, stop it! Stop! Stop! You're fucking crying too long. Listen. Brock, what, where the fuck is Rory? I know you can't really talk. Uh, can you, Rory, are you there? Rory! Yeah, I'm here, motherfucker! <laughs> Rory, what the fuck is going on? Why does uh, why does Brock look like he's covered in fucking shit? Because you're fucking not home to clean him! I'm, I'm too fucking small to do any of this shit! What are you talking about? Rory, uh, you sound pretty hectic and frantic and... Uh, a little stressed out. Is there uh, any particular reason? Uh, maybe anything to do with you fucking framing me? What the fuck are you talking about? You think I fucking framed you? Framed you for what? I don't know, Rory. I don't know. Who called the cops? Who would have a reason to call the cops? Uh, other than your rat fuck ass, who's probably mad about, you know, that rat dying in our house the other day. <laughs> what? What, did, what? What rat died in your house? Yeah. What? Yeah, well, we had a little incident here, but we didn't know it was a rat. We thought it was a mouse. So, I mean, did you, did, you, did you get its name? Do you know who the fuck this was? You killed somebody. What are you talking about? You, you What happened to this rat? Well, he was in our cellar, and we had to set a trap. You're a... St- I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm fucking shocked. I can't believe you would talk to me uh, about murder. I... Uh, th- and I'm supposed to be just okay with taking care of your kid now? Rory, this has... I mean, listen... Now I'm, I know why you called the cops. I didn't call the cops! What the fuck? Rory, I can't trust you. You're hundreds of miles away. 
You you very well could have just pulled this whole fucking stunt to not have to take care of Brock anymore. But fucking jokes on you because you're stuck with that baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brock, stop! Please stop! Please stop crying! Please, uh, Musky, I I want to I want you to come home. I don't want to do this anymore. I didn't fucking uh, accuse anybody of anything. Well, motherfucker, you you're just gonna have to hold down the fort, you know, until we solve, you know, who exactly threw these uh threw these losers under the bus. Because clearly, you know, Drew over here thinks that you committed a uh, committed an act of treason. Yeah, I actually do, uh, Rory. You're kind of on my shit list until your your name is cleared. Because quite frankly, I don't know where else to uh, point the finger. Well, you know. Cool, go fuck yourself. I'm, I'm hanging out. This is uh, this is too much. Uh, clearly, Brock needs to be clean because he, he's covered in his own fucking shit. Which is uh, you know, crazy because I didn't actually know he could poop. Yeah, you, your baby can poop now. He's growing up. You know, he's becoming a real man, and uh, his bowels are working now. <laughs> wow, that sounds like quite the predicament there, uh, Rory. Uh, thanks though for for, I guess answering the fucking. FaceTime. I, I I really hope that you didn't do this to me because I will strangle the shit out of you. Uh, hey, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> there you have it. Well, uh, maybe I shouldn't have threatened Rory um, before I had asked him to maybe send a uh, a help party or someone to rescue us off this island. But Dad, I'm I'm about two margaritas in. I'm a little I'm a little stressed out. I'm I'm a little heated, uh, obviously. Well, we need quite a few margaritas because, you know, Cancel Island is its not a fun place. No, it's kicking and my the ass. the tequila is the only thing that's, you know, keeping me sane right now. <laughs> it's not even really doing a great job of keeping uh, either of us sane because I think we're both going crazy in some way. Uh, the longer we continue the show, I think the crazier we become. But, Dad, we've uh, hit uh, notes and errata. I don't think there's really anything else to uh, mention. There is going to be a... Um, uh, a couple weeks where we don't have an episode, I'm, I'm going to be away for uh, a period of time in August. But we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll be on this island until further notice, anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll, we'll have to figure that along the way. Uh, but Dad, this is the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your margarita rating? Well, I always give it a five, and uh, I'll give it five. Um. Five crabs. <laughs> five, five crabs out of crabs. I'll do um, I'll do four out of five just because it was a little watered down by some of the uh, the timing of when we started this thing. So I'll do four out of five uh, sexual relations with a turtle. That feels oh, yo. Like full circle, you know. You know, we tied this one on a knot. <laughs> uh, so, Dad, just like always, we have no idea what we're doing, and hopefully on the other end we'll be able to figure it out. But until then... We are just going to have to see you guys next time. Yeah, and bye-bye. Bye-bye, and don't drink a drive.